we're so wholesome. We are so monogamous <laughs> within our threesome. Yeah. We are so like such a family. Like we're a sick, total sitcom family. We're, we're That's great. very like, you know, have dinner and watch TV. You're like and, a sitcom and... family on the Bravo network though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Eyes Up, Heart Open. I'm Carla Tenike. I started my podcast journey as a way to connect with people from all walks of life, giving them space to share their stories with me, one person at a time. My professional relationship with Tony was based on mutual creative trust. This afforded us a freedom we don't always get in our professional world, in the wedding and events industry, and it helped to forge a bond between us that went way beyond the industry norms. I got to know Tony intimately and even gave him the thrill of having a couple's massage with me as his partner after a wedding in Costa Rica we did, where the only covering I was given was a washcloth. It was a life highlight for both of us and only made us love one another more, if that was even possible. Flash forward to present day, where Tony is happily married to both a man and a woman in a polyamorous relationship that breaks the norms of today and challenges us to think outside of the proverbial box. News of this challenged many of us, and in doing so, brought up questions about what life must be like for a married trio. The biggest questions always seem to be about the sex. It's always about the sex. And so, Tony came and sat with me and gave me carte blanche to talk with him about his life and the things they succeeded at and struggle with as a family. I knew you as a florist. I knew you as a business owner. I knew you as like this savant creator, collaborator, friend and then that is transition now yes right like yeah, what's what's entirely um i'm doing I'm, i no longer have the shop um which makes me really happy um there are things i miss about it mm-hmm. um but for the most part um i felt like i started doing this thing so that i could be paid to be an artist and then was working for clients and it was less about being an artist. So that's where the collaborations with you really um, fed my artistic yeah. soul. Um, I got to really play and um, it was it was so free working with you and, and Candace. There was so much trust I could make yep. whatever I wanted and realized that in my business, I wasn't really being an artist and that's what I wanted to be. I was, I was being a business person and, and satisfying clients, which I also loved. There's, there's something about that that I love as well. Um, but I knew once we started working on photo shoots and working on editorial things that I would be happier if I went in that direction. Um, so I made a big wish to the universe that that's what I could do and get paid for. And, so now I am pretty much a stay-at-home husband. Um, I have a husband and a wife, and um, they both have great jobs. And I cook dinner and make the house pretty and work on projects when they come up. I'm, yeah. I call it the roller coaster. I'm, I'm kind of riding a roller coaster, so <laughs> my income can fluctuate from really great to zero. Um, yeah. Which, if I wasn't in a situation where I had a stable home life, it would be really stressful. But yeah. it's not. It's it's really, really wonderful. Um, I'm able to make money when I can and 
contribute to the household that way, mm-hmm. monetarily and creatively, which is where I want to be. So let's back up even more. <laughs> how in the world do you stumble into having a husband and a wife? Like, how did that happen? Because I feel like as long as I've known you, um, you've been very open and honest about your past and about, you know, when I met you, you were married to a woman. Um, but then we would talk openly about your sexuality and kind of where you were at when you were younger and you have two sons, right? Yes. Yeah. We were married to another woman before. Yes. You were married to their mom, correct? I've been, yes. yes. I have been married twice to women. Right. Yes. And, but when I met you, I was like, oh my God, he's totally gay. And then I heard you were married <laughs> to a woman. I'm like, what the fuck? And then it was like, this is the second woman that you've been married to. I'm like, whoa, I guess you can't pigeonhole. You can't, you can't. And also like, and I've learned this throughout knowing you, like I've come out as being bisexual and I, I understand it on so much, uh, like on a very, very personal level. And you help me with that. Like as, as I'm asking you these questions and I'm watching you not fit in any box, yeah. I was thinking of myself the whole time. I'm like, all right, all right. Like, cause a lot of people, when they met me, thought I was a lesbian sure. and I'm like, and I'm married to a guy with two kids. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Meanwhile, like they knew stuff I didn't know, Yeah. but I'm still not just a lesbian and I'm not a heterosexual. I, I am who I am. Right. So that whole idea of, you know, being pigeonholed, I mean, this must fuck with people on a whole other level. It does. And right? I think you just said it. It's that, okay, so I was 18 years old. I married my first girlfriend and we had children and I fell in love with a man and said, no, I'm gay. I have to get divorced. I'm gay. Yeah. And for years had relationships with men. And then I met another woman and fell in love with her and was like, okay, I'm, I guess I'm bisexual. And then that marriage didn't work out. And I said, I am never sleeping with another woman. I'm not doing this again. I'm not going to hurt another woman because I'm gay. And then I fell in love with a man and his wife. (laughs) And finally, like after so much, many years of really torture I'm Tony. That's what I am. I'm Tony. Yeah. I'm not bisexual. Sure. Okay. Right. If you need to label it. Uh, yes. Sure. Right. That's great. But I just, I can't have a limit. I can't say I am this because right. in one moment, maybe I am that. But in reality, I fell in love with a man because his fiance knew he was bisexual and wanted him to explore that, wanted him to have the ability to explore that. We met doing theater and um, started a relationship. I knew right away that I was going to fall in love with this guy. And I said to her, Mm -hmm. we shouldn't do this. I'm going to fall in love with him. And she said, you should. He is not the sort of person who is going to have casual sex. That's not who he is. Of course, you're going to fall in love with him. He's exceptional. And I did. And a few months into it, realized that I was in love with her too. And she was in love with me. And it, the unfortunate thing is that it took me work, internal work to accept that I could be in love with her too, because I had so much fear about hurting another woman because I was quote gay. Right. I'm clearly not gay. (laughs) No. I'm not just gay. I'm not. No, you're not. I wouldn't have married two women. It wouldn't have happened. Right. 
it's interesting though the struggle that like I even have it where I'm like you know I'm in love with this person but is it because he's a man or is it because he's this person or I'm in love with this person is it because she's a woman or is it because it's or it's her as who she is you know yeah and it's and it's hard when you're just like bashed like by society like not not bashed in like a bad way but like people just they want their questions answered they they want it are you lesbian are you gay are you bisexual are you this like what group do you belong to what who are, who's your community who are your peers like and it just like they can ask the questions and walk away but you don't stop thinking about it after they walk away like i keep exactly. thinking about it and i yes. keep questioning and it's like you know, being single and having this, it's like, geez, Louise, like, it is like, it's so hard to meet anybody, you know? It's hard to say. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. And it was, I was just so, they're both uh, younger than I am. And Joshua's attitude when I met him was that it shouldn't matter about parts. Right. You should fall in love with a person. And I, that it's so, it's so evolved. For someone who was 23 when I met him to to have that understanding where I, in my 40s, was still struggling with it. Yeah. I remember, too, when you met him and you were, like, really cautious about, like, just the age thing was a big thing. Yeah. And which I, I, I think it's like a, it's smart to actually just be aware and, like, talk about it and think about it and not just be like, fuck it, I'm... No. 40 something and you're half my age and you're probably you're you're my kid's age and like right you know and being kind of reckless like you you know you know what it's like after you get divorced you're kind of like woohoo like yeah. all right the sky's the limit and i yeah. can you know you you experience this like explosion of quote-unquote freedom and then you kind of ran it back in and you're like okay well what do i really want and that's where you were when you met him i think you it's were like, true Shit. and also <laughs> if you're having a relationship with two people or even at the beginning of it when i was having a relationship with just joshua he was all still in a relationship with Brianna. So we had to communicate. We had to, you know, communication obviously is key in any relationship, yeah. but in a relationship where there's so much danger of someone getting hurt, the yeah. communication is so vital. So this is what, this is really what I'm curious about is like in her being like, if I'm me, if I'm, if I'm Brianna and I'm like, all right, I know my fiance is bisexual and I want him to explore that because I don't want it to be this, you have this potential for it to be this like, unexplored thing where if you're he's like okay I'm bisexual but I'm gonna just be I'm gonna I'm gonna be married to her and never have this experience mm-hmm. um <clears throat> my first question is had he had any experiences with men before or was he kind of just like being honest with her saying I'm having these feelings I'm not really sure about I kind of want the space to explore it it was he had not uh been with men before and he didn't ask for the space to explore it she wow she really wanted him to explore it. They have an exceptional relationship. They really that do. That is They're, unreal. Yeah. Like, and, and for him to even be able to admit that and say, I don't even know. I've never even done this. I've yeah. never even like been with a man in that way, but knows himself enough to know that that's, yeah. you know, and that's, that's like Pandora's box really. Like if you leave yeah. it unexplored, like I think you're setting yourself up for some heartache later, you know, potentially, sure. not always, potentially. It, it was harder for him to be okay with being with me than it was for her and that's the truth because he's incredibly loyal and never wanted it to feel like cheating yeah you know yeah um so yeah it it took i think we all all three of us at one point took a moment to say we have to put this on hold and explore our 
own feelings about where we're going and what we're doing. Yeah. And he was the first to do that. Yeah. He was the first to say, I, I'm falling in love with this guy and I don't understand what that means for, you know, me and my fiance. And mm-hmm. I need a couple of weeks to like, yeah, because was, was that this. even on the table to be like, hey, all three of us, let's be in a relationship. Was that ever even on the table from the beginning? It or? wasn't. It yeah. absolutely wasn't. I was just coming off of a breakup, a divorce, and was really adamant that I was not going to become involved with a woman for the sake of not hurting another person. Yeah. You know? Um, so it was off the table it was we had spoken about it being off the table um yeah wow that takes an exceptional person to actually risk potentially losing the person you're in love with to say i love you enough to give you the freedom to explore this yeah right out of the rip knowing it that the possibility of the three of you is not on the table yeah but still able to say i want you to explore this like wow like i I don't know if I could do that like that. I'm such a jealous person. I'm I didn't Latin. know if I, could I couldn't do it. Do it. Yeah. Like the thought of that, like sharing somebody like that. And and also like <clears throat> there comes that, you know, sharing like if I'm with a guy and I'm sharing it with another woman, there's like you feel like you have like a sort of a level playing field because you're also a woman. Mm-hmm. But when you're when it's somebody of the other sex, like it's this feeling of like you can't even compete because it's a it's a different. Yes. Even though it's about the person, it's still it's a different thing. It is. You know? Yeah. And that's like, wow, her heart is like, uh, pretty resilient and open and strong. She's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like that to me is like, cause I think of that, like the jealousy part of it and like the sharing part of, of it and the communication part of it. Like you have to be so communicative. So when you first start and she's like, okay, I want you two to explore this. Mm -hmm. Was it just, you guys went out, just the two of you and she just knew where you were and was like, okay. Or was it the three of you guys going out or like, tell me about it that. It was the two of us going out. It was, um, so we were in a show together, uh, Rocky horror picture show. Interestingly, <laughs> he was, he was playing Brad and I was playing, uh, Frank, which, you know, they, they sort mm-hmm. of have a relationship anyway. Um, <laughs> and she told me to kiss him. She said, you know, it was a whole Facebook jokey thing. And I said I was going to kiss some other dude. And she said, no, you should kiss Joshua. And then private, I private messaged her, messaged her immediately and was like, what are you, are you serious? And she's like, yes, you should. And so that's how it started. A kiss in front of a giant audience oh was how our relationship started. Wow. And when the show closed, <clears throat> we planned to... Joshua and I planned to go out and we did. The first time we went out was I went and picked him up at his apartment and Brianna stayed home and we went out, went on a date. And um, there came a point in the date where Joshua was looked uneasy to me and I was like, you want to go home, right? And he said, yeah, I just feel like I should go home now. And so I drove him home and he went inside and told Brianna about it. Brianna and I had been talking regularly more than Joshua and I had mm. had talked, honestly. We um, we developed a friendship during the course of the of the show. Um, Brianna has cerebral palsy, and so does my granddaughter. Mm. So there was a that's where we started talking, um, and it just 
blossomed from there. So we had this, a closer intellectual relationship than Joshua and I did. Um, So that's an interesting thing is that Brianna and I sort of fell in love with words. Joshua and I fell in love physically and it was a matter of catching that up. Right. You know what I mean? Making the physical part happen with Brianna and the emotional part happen with Joshua. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's complicated. Yeah. But kind of fun when you think about it. Like it really was. And yeah. yeah, the, the more, the more the three of us spent time together, the more it felt like a family unit, Mm. you know, and evolved. Yeah. So tell me about how you, how long did you guys, so you met, they were engaged at that point, right? And then how long from that point till their wedding? We met in October. They got married in July. I think it was July. Um, So. And I photographed the wedding. Yes, you did. (laughs) Which was so Um, great. (laughs) It was so great to be there. And it was like a whole, like, um, you know, not everyone there knew what was going on. And why don't you tell me about what was going on? Yeah, it was, it was, so it was eight months and it was, it was an interesting time to develop this new relationship because so there there are these two people with with five years together of of experience together and me who's new and this wedding and from the beginning they both wanted me to feel like an equal partner um as soon as we realized it was serious which was quick yeah they wanted me to feel like an equal partner but i had my own feelings about them getting married you know um so we decided to do a second ceremony that was basically just you know three of our friends and you mm-hmm. um what were those feelings about them getting married uh, i want to I hear what those were i what do you felt mean? for i felt secondary i felt like their relationship was the real relationship and i was an addition Right. And part of me wanted to not go to the to the to just not be at the wedding. Joshua asked me to be his best man, and it's not that I didn't support the idea of them being legally married. I didn't. Mm-hmm. It, it's not that. It's not that at all. It was mm-hmm. just. A, it's complicated because I'm in love with both of these people, and we're at a function with a bunch of people celebrating their relationship. Which all sounds like I shouldn't have a problem with it, but mm. there was there was some jealousy. There was some. I get that. I just you know, Brianna's mother and stepfather knew. Um, Joshua's mother knew at that point, mm-hmm. um, but it was still. And a handful of friends, right? A handful of friends, right. yes. Um, all of our theater friends knew. All of our mutual friends knew. Um, but yeah, Brianna's dad didn't know at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember watching. You know, when you're there photographing the event, you're in observer mode. Sure. You know, the whole time and watching and just kind of wondering how you were feeling and wondering how they were feeling and wondering who knew who didn't know. Like I, I knew, like you said, her dad didn't know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I knew he didn't know, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't sure who else did or didn't know, and so it it was this. Um, it wasn't like everyone there knew and was accepting and open and like supportive. It was this like level of knowing and not knowing and then like 
me my heart was with you yeah. i mean my heart was with them too sure, obviously because it's always it's, it is always with I, I i always i feel that but then also because you're my friend yeah and i know you and i love you and i knew how in love you were just kind of watching that from the side and just feeling tender for you like yeah ha, like when we did the sides the ceremony after and it was just the small small group of us yeah you know and hearing your vows like wow you know that it really it, they really moved me yeah yeah, it was it, and it was also fear of having to edit myself, like edit my behavior. Yes, yes. How I touched them, mm-hmm. who I touched. Yes, you know. Um, so yeah, it was it was. The ceremony was was beautiful the, between the three of us, and meant a lot, and and definitely helped me get through the day. Yeah, without too many feelings of of being left out. We definitely plan on doing something that is a ceremony for the three of us. Yeah, that um, would be, and you better have me shoot it or I will fucking know I will. kill you. you okay, good. Because I'm, I'm already thinking like, okay, my my go-to is when I'm thinking like while we're having this conversation and I'm revisiting like how I felt on that day and knowing how you felt now because we didn't talk about it after. Yeah. Um, my go-to is what can I do to make you guys feel like more of a unit? I could do portraits of you guys. Like I could, you know, come to your house and like, visit you there because I've been watching your whole house journey on Facebook. Yeah. I've been loving it by the way. And I want to see your home and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you we guys can. are there and it's like your most safe sacred space. Right. Yes. And what could be better than portraits of the three of you together where you could just be completely open. I love that. You know, like yeah. so we'll set that up for sure. That's that so sounds happening. fantastic. And it's, uh, yeah. The, and the photos from that, from the day are lovely and beautiful, yeah. but I can see myself being nervous. Yes. Like I can yes. see, I don't look like myself in those pictures. It's, I, I, it, you can see the love between us, and that's clear. But I don't feel like it's a it's a picture of the three of us. I don't either, actually. Something. No, I yeah. feel like it's them, and then you're just like, yeah. let's, let's secretly do portraits with yes. Tony added. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like it was um, like it was a, a level equal moment. Um, for you and that's okay yeah. i mean it you really we're in a different space now too like we're a in a much different much space. different space now yeah. and and like we said eight months yeah i was new <laughs> and i <laughs> totally I, yeah i mean yeah. five years eight months there's yeah a, we have history now you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's there's a different level of comfort um the families are aware and have embraced us as a unit so her dad knows now her dad knows now how did that go how did how in the world do you tell your dad that how was that um if you could speak from your perspective of kind of what happened from my perspective i had a lot of fear about her telling her dad because brianna really loves her dad and um his ideals are different you know what i mean Mm. and it was a good year of the relationship being broken um her mom told her dad they're divorced right. but her mom told him um just because Brianna has a lot of integrity and didn't want to feel like she was being false right and so her mom told him and his reaction wasn't great he felt upset about being left out mm. at the wedding about being uh, I would say fooled during the wedding I get and that. it's understandable I get that it's understandable Suddenly, this year, he came to our house for um, after th- the you know the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and had dinner. 
He was here for Christmas. He's very, very accepting. I had a thing I had to do the other day where that I was nervous about. It was mm-hmm. like, you tell Tony not to let those people give him any shit. Like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. he has embraced me as part of the family. And it means a lot to me. But what means the most to me is that Brianna has her dad back. And yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's nothing is more important than that. Yeah. Than having your family. And, um, yeah, both moms embrace me, like, mm-hmm. from the word go. They yeah. both just... And how, right about, how about your family, mm. your kids and... My kids are fantastic. Yeah. I, you know, I was nervous about telling my kids. And I told my kids right away. Yeah. Um, we had been together only about a month and a half. And, but I knew it was serious. Mm-hmm. And I told them the weird thing I thought for them. I didn't <clears> think <throat> that the weird thing, you know, they grew up with me as a dad. So, <laughs> you know, Joshua is younger than Holden. It, yeah. I thought might be strange for them, but they were so great. They're they're such great people. I'm so proud of them. Yeah, you have um, great kids. So they're very, very accepting. Um, Joshua is a musician, and my son Holden is a musician, so they have that in common. Yep. Um, I have great relationships with both of my son's wives, so it's, it's yep. really a solid thing. And all of the younger members of my family, like my nephews and nieces, mm-hmm. are totally, totally cool with it. My sisters, not so much. And my dad doesn't know. I don't believe that. Like, right. he was at my kids' weddings and, and Jack and Jill parties, and so were we. So right. I don't believe that he doesn't know. It's But you haven't had like a, a conversation with him about I haven't, about because specifically because my sister's don't think he needs to know so i'm it's really a point of they don't think he needs to know because they think it would upset him he's in his 80s and they think he doesn't need to know that and i just don't know if i agree and it's a thing that i've been on the fence about for a long time like every time we're at a thing together and we don't interact Mm. It feels like, well, I should just go to my dad's house and tell him. Like, just go to my dad's house and tell him. So what's stopping you? I don't know. I don't know. Because it's not like a surprise that you are who you are. You've no. been his son your whole fucking life. Yes. Like, exactly. You exactly. know, like, and, and you've and he's known you've been with men, you've been with women, like, right? Yes. So. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, my relationship with my dad is so complicated. My mom was sick my whole life growing yeah. up, and they didn't deal with it well. You know what I mean? They yeah. they they didn't face it as a unit. Right. They fought about it, and so I have these feelings toward my dad that are that are angry mm. that go way back and like have nothing to do with the person he is now have right. nothing to do with the person who took care of my mom when she couldn't take right. care of herself. Like, so they're unresolved. They're unresolved. And I did try at one point to resolve them. I went to him and I said, Hey, I'm an adult now and I understand what you were going through and why all of that was so shitty. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like he just didn't, didn't want to talk about it. So right. I was like, okay, this is a thing we're never going to settle. But, but also there could be a, a, a point where, you know, there's that point when your parents become people yes. and they're not your parents. Oh, I fucking hated that when you're, you're just like, you know, you idolize your parents. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a different level. And then when you see them as people, uh, 
it's heartbreaking because it's heartbreaking. They, have, they have failings and shortcomings and like yes and and maybe he's in a space where he doesn't want to face or accept or maybe he's he's faced it and accepted it and forgiven himself and let it go and he doesn't yes. want to revisit it again because he's ashamed right. maybe i mean i don't right. know exactly yes. what it is yeah. but i could see that like if as a parent myself i've failed and and i fucked sure, up a lot me you know too. and um if my kids were to call me out on it later, I'd be like, oh, man, I thought I worked through that already as, <laughs> as my own yeah. adult yeah. that failed their kids, you know. And so there could be there could be part of that. And But it, it is a hard thing to let go of. It's a hard thing to let go of. It it really, really is. And I, but if part if part of telling him leads to you feeling like you could live an authentic life in front of him. Yeah. And have you feel like have that like freedom or just you know it's you it's it almost feels like your 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 life isn't accepted because you can't tell them and that's bullshit it's always felt like that with my family though Mm. like your family or your your sister my sisters and my dad like i've been too much for them (laughs) for many many years and like i was it it's a matter of like if i look at it now i was Perfectly accepted into the family when I was married to women. Right. And less so when I was with men. And now there's this thing. And it's, I don't want to feel like I'm apologizing. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm in the most legitimately, uh, I don't know what the word is. We're we're so healthy. Like it's Mm -hmm. gross. We're so healthy. We talk about everything. I'm in the most productive relationship of yeah. my life and we're you're so all, happy yeah i'm so happy yeah. and we're all creative and we all support each other and um i don't want to feel like that's wrong i don't want to go somewhere where i have to say no no this is valid it's okay the, on the other side of that though i think if i was 83 years old even if i was a conservative my entire life at mm. that point if my kid was happy, I wouldn't give a fuck what they were doing. I wouldn't care at all. No. All no. I would be all I would say was, Great. That's yeah. awesome. I'm glad you're happy. Yeah. 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 But then there's the the flip side is you tell your dad, and what if he's just like, ah, this is too much, I can't deal with it. Right. And I don't even I don't want to be around you and them and whatever and shuts you out. Like, are right. you prepared for that? Yeah, there's do, part you, of me that doesn't want to know. Right. There's yeah, because do you that think that's a real uh, you know, a real option for you? Like, could that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like I know my dad. Like, I feel like my sisters have pretty much been like, okay, done. Yeah. Done. I don't get invited to any family, anything. And like, Caleb does because he's got a granddaughter and my dad should see his great granddaughter. And sure. True. Um, like I'm, yeah, it's, it feels like a fight is the thing. Mm. And I don't want to fight. I want to just. But you're not getting invited anyway. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, <laughs> but I get it. When you have one parent left, you lost your mom. Mm-hmm. I lost my mom. And then you have this thing with your dad. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't want to take you for granted. I granted we have very different relationships. Sure, yes. Relationships with our dads. And my, I love my relationship with my dad. But it's easy to just 
I don't know, like you, you have so much more to lose now because that's your last parent. Yeah. But then but it's I like, don't but do have it. Ha- I, I was going to say, but yeah. what, what is your relationship like now? That's you know? what, yeah. That's what I keep telling myself. I just, I don't even go, I don't go by myself to visit him because I can't talk about my life at all. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've gone a few times with Kaylee um, yeah. because here's this beautiful baby to talk about. Yeah. You She's know? your buffer. Here, yeah. Here's mm-hmm. a thing to talk about. But if I went by myself to visit my dad, I would have to tell him. I I wouldn't be able to keep it in is the thing. Mm. Like That'll be an interesting thing to see how that plays out. What do, what do, Bri- what do uh, Brianna and Josh think? They, well, now that we have fixed the relationship with Brianna's dad, there's, there's my dad and there's Joshua's dad. Mm. And I think all three of us feel like over the next year, a goal is to at least be upfront with our families. Joshua's yeah. dad doesn't know. Interesting. Yeah. And how does he think that's going to go? He really wanted to tell him, like when he told his mom. And his mom said, maybe you shouldn't tell your dad. Um, so he didn't. But he, like when when it comes time to for Christmas and we go to Brianna's mom's in the morning and then Joshua and Brianna go to Joshua's house, mm. they both feel like it's not right. Yeah, and you're not there. I totally understand, like... I don't want him to ruin his relationship with his dad. I don't want him to tell his dad before he's ready. I don't want that. I don't. Um, but it's complicated, yeah, it right? It is. It's complicated. Yeah, and of course, I, I I have to say, and I'm sure you hear this, but all anybody thinks about when they hear you're married to a man and a woman, even though it's not technically, because you can't technically be married, yes, legally yes. or whatever. They all, all they think about is the sex. Yes, and God, absolutely. that is probably the least complicated part of it, it all. It definitely is. Right? It, when jealousy comes up, it is never about sex. Never. Yeah. It's when, never what about is it sex. about? It's about time. It's about mm. if I'm doing a show and I'm out of the house a lot, and they have a lot of time together. I'm jealous of the time they have together, even if it's my own thing. Right. And that works for all of us. If right. you know. Joshua's working a lot of nights, so I see him a lot. And he's not home at night when Brianna's home because she works during the day. There's jealousy there. Um, but then you're with her when he's... Yes, wh- right. exactly. So, there, so there's jealousy there. And so then how do, you, how do you address that? And how do you even know that even is a thing? Are you? We talk about everything. We yeah. talk about everything. We had to, to start this yeah. thing and make it work. And we have made it a rule that we have to... If someone feels something... So we how do you bring that up? You're, you're, he's working nights, gets to spend time with you and not her. What's a conversation like that? Like who initiates that? Um, guess, uh, Brianna would, yeah. would bring it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and to both of you, like, and, and do you do it face to face? Do you guys group text? Like, it how really do you guys depends. It's, um, it's, it's usually face to face sometimes during, through text. And there are times that two of us talk about something and say, okay, we all need to talk about this, you know? Right. It, it, it just, even if it's an issue between two of us, mm-hmm. it affects all three of us. So we, when we all talk about it, it all works. Um, That's best. super healthy. So it really is. <laughs> and evolved. It's, and I don't know, I don't know many couples that do that. It's yeah, tough. I, I feel like having three people in a relationship makes it necessary. We Absolutely. couldn't do it. We couldn't do it if not 
if not for that. We talked about another thing that I thought was really interesting because we do, there's an, there's a, there's a dynamic where um, Brianna feels less desired by me. Joshua feels less desired by Brianna. I feel less desired by Joshua. Like it's a. That's it's, complicated. It is. It's wow. complicated. And it's, it's all based on insecurity. It's all based mm. on. I said at the beginning that I would never be with a woman again. So of course, Brianna is feeling a degree of insecurity. Right. Um, because Brianna couldn't have me at the beginning, you know, because I put that rule right. forth. There's insecurity there that, that, that Joshua picks up on. So he, so she Brianna. never really let go of it. What, even after you said, it's not about that. It's about the person and, and you and sure. And, and, and I think for the most role. part, Yes, she's right. let go of it. We've all let go of our things, but it's it's still there. It's it's origin stories, and that's what right. that's what we talked about. When you're in a relationship with one person, you can get together as often as you get together and have sex all the time and like right. show your desire. Yeah. We were so careful. We had to be so careful about not hurting someone that we didn't have that like charged beginning. None of us. Me and Joshua didn't have it. Me and Brianna didn't have it. They had it because they, they were together. For five years, early. right? Yeah, five yeah. years. So they had a, just a regular origin story, whereas mine was so careful. When, when it became apparent that Brianna and I were attracted to each other and were, were having a sexual relationship, not only was there insecurity because I had said I was never going to be with another woman again, but... Joshua hadn't signed on for that at the beginning of this. Oh, he shit. hadn't, right? you know what I mean? He, yeah. He didn't, <clears throat> yeah, this was a new development. Yeah. So he's got insecurity. I'm worried about how he's feeling about it. There's there's all of this complicated stuff yeah. that happened at the beginning. And we had to be so careful that we don't necessarily have that security that comes from those first few months where you're just, Mm-hmm. doing it all the time and like <laughs> your desire fun, is right? right there on the surface yeah. we never had that so so it has to be more curated and everybody's yeah. got to be on board and i know how does that work well we're working on it <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna we're talking work? now about separate vacations like weekends where brianna and i go away for a weekend joshua and brianna go away for a weekend me and joshua go away for a weekend so we have time together that's unstructured and can just be about being together um and i think it's brianna's idea and a brilliant idea she's really good at this hmm. she's really good at solving at at, at marking problems hmm. pinning them down saying exactly what they might be and saying let's try this um wow. so that's our our next move it's it's a uh, yeah it's not that there's no jealousy. It's that we are committed to when something comes up and someone feels jealous saying, well, yeah, how do we fix this. Yeah. Cause it's like, how do you have any kind of like regular sex life? And I say regular in terms of timing, not, mm -hmm. not in terms of like whatever, cause there's nothing regular anymore in the world. Sure. But in terms of like, Hey, it's 
date night on Saturday night. Woo. And that's you it. Know, like, it's is, a lot is of there... scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. So romantic. It's, it's a lot of, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's it too. Like that's, that's part of what I'm saying yeah. with the, with the <clears throat> insecurity is that there aren't a lot of times where it's just spontaneous sex. It's. Yeah, that's tough. Well, what's your schedule and what's your schedule? And, and so right now you guys don't have any spontaneous sex with just two people. Like, is that, that's not allowed? Is that off the oh, table? Oh, no, no, no. Nothing is off, ever off the table. Nothing okay. is off the but table. But if you wanted to, you wouldn't be able to act on it until you talked about it with everybody. Is no, that kind of how it was? Not or true. you would, you'd do it and then be like, okay, so we got to talk about this. No. No. We can just have sex. Like, you already talked we, about it. You already, we have, you already set the ground rules. The ground rules are do whatever you want. Bullshit. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just that, okay, so if all three of us are home and two of us, want to have sex it's totally allowed it just feels weird mm. you know what i mean yeah 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 it just feels like hmm. but the other person is always invited and <laughs> it's never a problem when it happens so it's really just about us we we were so careful at the beginning and mm. we're still being really careful and i think it's true for all three of us that we don't need to be as careful right i'm so we just thinking are. of the logistics though <laughs> so two of you are upstairs watching you know, a movie, feeling a little amorous, mm-hmm. things are happening. One of you is downstairs cooking or mm-hmm. working on a project. You start upstairs. Do you just do it? Or are you like, ah, we should probably reach out to I so-and-so s- downstairs or do, well, like, there's what that, do you do? We have that conversation <laughs> oh usually. God. And, and yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, whatever happens is the thing that happens. Shit. Yeah. I can't even find one person to have sex with. <laughs> what a great problem. Yeah. It, and huh. and that's the thing. It when like you said, people think about the sex immediately and mm-hmm. probably think that we're having more sex than anybody in the world. Right. But it's not necessarily true because we're careful. Yeah. And then, then and then the, the jealousy part. Like yeah. ah, I I would I would definitely struggle with that. Yeah. I am gonna be very honest. I, I don't yeah. I don't I don't know that I have the I think as long as it that. stays fairly even, yeah. as long as everyone is having sex with everyone on a fairly regular basis, yeah. we don't have jealousy about sex. Like I, if I come home and realize that they've had sex, yeah. I, that makes me happy because I'm coming home to a house full of happy people. Mm. You know what I mean? That's a great way it, to look at it. It definitely doesn't upset me when they have sex. And I will guarantee you that it doesn't have it doesn't upset them if I have sex with one of them. Like I think mm. that's the, that's the least of our, I guess as long as all you guys have equal sex drives, because yes. what if you were with somebody who just didn't really have a sex drive? Yeah. That would be, that would be challenging Yes, or not if they didn't really care. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, well, good. I don't have to lay there and fake it for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's also, you know, I mean, it can be very open as to how, much a person participates. What does that even mean? Uh, um, I guess what I mean is like, there's no reason that two of us can't have sex with another person in the room. Oh, right, you right, right. You know what right. I mean? Like, Please. If you're Didn't not everybody mood, do that in college? Right. Exactly. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Like, but... <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's, yeah. It's interesting because we, I think we all have pretty free idea about what sex yeah. should be, but we are very careful. So yeah. a lot of things that are totally within the rules don't happen. We're, we're more conservative than you would think. I love it because I, I think that people, you know, 
can just run amok in their head and just think like there's swings involved right. and whatever the fuck right. they think is a you know deviant sexual behavior and it's not it's just i think the thing that scares people more than getting whipped is having to share another person yeah i think that's more scary yeah you know what i mean yeah like, we are so wholesome carla it's ridiculous <laughs> we're so wholesome we are so monogamous <laughs> within our threesome yeah we are so like such a family like we're a sick total sitcom family we're we're that's great. very like you know it have dinner and watch TV. You're like and, a sitcom and... family on the Bravo network though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> exactly. I exactly. love it though. because I mean, I, th- I feel like the more open you are, the more, you know, the less of a shock it is. Like when I first, you first told me about it, I was like, I just kept going over the logistics because that's, that's what yeah. I do. And then other people are like, I mean, can you imagine what Beth Chapman was thinking? Yeah. <laughs> you know, her and you're like, oh, yeah. I fucking love her. Um, and everyone's, everyone's response is different. Yeah. You know? Yes. Because it, it just pulls out all your questions and all your insecurities and all your, but then the more it's out there, the less of a thing it is. It's so you're true. like this pioneer for people. And like, you know? yeah, sure. It's interesting. There, some people ask the dumbest questions. Oh, like, tell me some. Oh of them. my God, which one of you is the home wrecker? Huh? What? <laughs> yeah. So which one of you? I I guess that's me. <laughs> uh, but nobody's but like home they, is wrecked. Nobody's home is wrecked. No. Nobody's home is wrecked. And like, so it's kind of a big deal to tell people. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of a big thing, particularly like, you know, if you're working in a professional job, which yes. I'm not, but they are, they don't necessarily share this with their coworkers. Mm. You know what I mean? But when you do tell someone, it's, it's even just, well, uh, I don't know. Brianna wrote a whole blog about things that people say. Um, uh, I'd love to read it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, and it's, I know, and I remember when I saw that she had um, gotten the wedding featured. I think it was on Offbeat Pride. Yes, and I yeah. was so proud of her. Yeah. I was like, go with that shit. Yeah. Like, yes, yep. you know, like it's going to make so many people uncomfortable, but who fucking cares? Right. Like, I feel like we're just you put it out there, and you're just educating people, and it just becomes less of a thing. Sure, you and know, like we're not that unique i mean sure yes we are you're that public about it there's a a lot of it there it's happening like give me a break people are just not as open about it what i found interesting is there's a there's a polyamory group that we're part of on facebook and i think that we're the only committed group of three Mm. um that everyone else is what I think in the 50s, 60s, and 70s was dating. It was called dating. Pre-AIDS, it was called dating when you have (laughs) relationships with more than one person. Now it's polyamory. Mm. But like, even within that group, there are so many people that are in committed relationships with more than one person. It's not integrated the way we are, but so many people are, are joining this group and it's not a hookup group at all it's about Mm. discussing how you get along in your daily life yeah and um yeah do people have a lot of questions for you in there because you guys all live together like are there any other brianna has answered a lot of questions um from people Yeah. yeah yeah i think that's the thing is is i'm very willing to talk about what our relationship is Mm -hmm. like and and all of that and I think people are afraid to ask. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, part of it could be that they just, they don't want to offend you. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't, not, not that I think I'll offend you. I hope I never have. But like, if I have a question for you, I'll just fucking ask you. Yes. But I don't course. think, I don't know that everyone feels like they have that relationship with you yeah. or with Brianna or with Josh or, you know, yeah. we're, we're, I think, I feel like at the root, people don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but they're just so fucking curious. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. just like, and I, I think that's what comes know? out as the wrong question or the wrong statement. And, right. and, um, yeah. I, and I'm sure it's true that not everyone is, wants to be as open as, as I do. It just, this feels so natural. This feels like the relationship I've been looking for my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, I'm obviously drawn to women and men. Of course you are. Yeah. And it feels right. There's support and there's love. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's really... What more could you want, right? Yeah. Now, how do they feel about you talking today? Good. They're yeah. great. Yeah. 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 They're 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 great. They're both really, really open people. It's, yeah. It's really... Um, it's really incredible. I asked if it was okay to use their names and yep. they said, sure, you know, obviously not last names, but right. Right. Yeah. No, um, I'm not using anybody's last name. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. The, I, Brianna's a librarian. Information is her, is her thing. So, mm-hmm. and she's a writer. So I think the more she can share the better. And Joshua just wants everybody to be happy. Like yeah. he really, He's happy and he wants everyone to, to just, he's so great. They're both like yeah, the most supportive people in the world. I wish you guys could see the smile on Tony's face <laughs> while we're talking the whole time. Like you haven't stopped smiling the whole time you're talking. Yeah. And that's like, as your friend is like so great to be able to see, you know, cause I've seen you through, you know, being married and divorced and then dating and trying to figure your shit out yeah. to this, you know? To have, I, you know, I, sometimes I say that I fell into it, but it was a lot of work. It wasn't really falling. It was, and it started with my having to say, okay, this is a thing that I have probably said I could never do, mm-hmm. but yeah, here, here it are. is. Yeah. And here I am falling in love with these people. So hey, I'm going to go for this ride and now, do the work. I think it's the first time I've ever <clears throat> really in a relationship done the work and it doesn't feel like work anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like relationships are work and you have to invest the time and you have to be open to communicating and, you know, being honest with them and with yourself about your shortcomings and your bullshit. And that's the hardest part. It's so hard. It's hard to say I feel jealous because of this thing because I know (laughs) it's stupid. Right. I know that, not stupid, but I know that... (sighs) That I shouldn't feel jealous yeah. because I never doubt their commitment or right. love. Right. Jealousy is an irrational thing. It is. It's a story you this, tell yourself that it's it not really true. Is. Yeah. But just being able to say it and then in five minutes feel better is yeah. so much easier. It's such a hard lesson to learn. It is. You know what? And actually, I've been, I've been reading a lot of really great books lately. And one of them, I'm pretty sure it came from Zen and the Art of Happiness. And it was all about like acknowledging your feelings and not like shooing them away and being like, I'm jealous or I'm angry or I'm bitter stopping and recognizing that and saying, God, I'm, I'm really jealous right now. And then kind of just accepting that and almost like 
I, I want to say there was like a like um a reference to like holding that feeling like a baby and just like like acknowledging it and treasuring it in a way and saying wow I'm jealous and then as I visually am doing that I'm able to kind of separate that jealousy from my heart where I'm like god I feel jealous and angry or bitter and or or whatever I feel and then I'm able to kind of float above it and separate myself and just kind of let it go yeah and it is so powerful to be able to do that at 42 now I can stop instead of you know you you might feel jealousy and then you start going well what if they're doing this and then they're doing that and then you just like kind of weave this story that doesn't right. ex- it doesn't exist it's not even and it's in your head right and if right? you acknowledge it and say it out loud yeah. even just to yourself yes it's easy to be like yeah that's not who these people are no no and yeah there's a there's a like this whole thing of like just trusting people and yeah you might get hurt but that's life yeah like, but to be able to stop that i think it's like it's so it's such an adult thing it feels like to me now yes you know and i think it's true with people for all healthy. three of us and everyone that i know that <laughs> We are meaner to ourselves yes. than the world is to us. Yes, you know, we are. We are Which much... Which is such bullshit. Yeah. We've got to be kind to ourselves, yes. you know? Um, one question I do have that I didn't realize I had until we were talking is, have you guys talked about having kids? Uh, yes, none of us are interested in having kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you have two um, grown I have two grown sons. kids, yeah. two grown sons and a granddaughter. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yep. And um, they both don't want any... Th- no, never did. Um, well, that certainly makes so, things a little bit easier. Logistically, it does. Yeah. It definitely does. It yeah. definitely does. I don't know that I'd want to start that journey again. Um, but you know, I mean, if something happened and they decided that they wanted babies, what are you going to do? Yeah. Right. Like, I'm going to end this great relationship no. because of the baby. Never. No, never. No. And, no. uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good conversation to have ahead of time, too, and make sure you guys are on the same page and, you know, that's a big deal. Wow, I'm like, I feel so enlightened right now (laughs) and just happy, like so happy for you guys and that you guys are all like in this place of work and, you know, putting in the sweat equity to make this relationship work, you know? Yeah. And then eventually, hopefully both you and Josh and your dads will find some... I think so. Closure I, and acceptance. I feel and... it coming. I kind of said that I was going to talk to my dad before Easter because we have this big, beautiful house and we keep having these gatherings and I don't invite my family, you know, and it's it just something about it feels wrong. I would like to be able to extend the invitation. Yeah. And if my sisters and my dad decide that they don't want to come, okay, that's okay. Yeah. But I want to be able to say, this is my life. Yeah. And we're happy and we're not hurting anybody and I want I'm you inviting you to be a part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. If you decide not to. Yeah. It's only hopefully like fear of rejection that's keeping me I know, from doing I know. I feel so protective of your heart right now. <laughs> I just want to like crawl around it right now and because yeah. it's like, you know, it feels important and big to say that but then, man, it's like to get rejected for that is so scary. Yeah. You and know? There's, my dad is 83, 80 something. It just feels so wrong to just avoid a relationship with him when he's not going to be around that much longer, you know? Yeah. Because then it's like, well, you know what? I guess maybe one thing to think about is like, if he died tomorrow not knowing, would you regret not telling him about the life you lead and live and how happy you are? and Or would you just be like, you know? Yeah, probably. I probably would regret it. And that's the thing. It's like, it's not... 
I didn't tell him at first because it was new. And now it's going on three years. It's not, it's it's not, not new, new anymore. And it's not going away. It's not a thing that's like a, a reaction to getting divorced. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. a, it's, it's what I see for the rest of my life. So. Yeah. And what about your sisters? And like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, my sister, my oldest sister, who's 65, um, sent me a text a year ago that said, hey, we're having supper on Sunday. You should come and bring Josh. Now, I don't know where she heard about Joshua. Like, it might have been from a niece or a nephew. You or, hadn't told her. No, nothing. Okay. And I wrote back and said... It really, really means a lot to me that you're inviting us, but you should know the whole story. It's not just Joshua. It's also our wife, Brianna, and they're younger than me. And it's a, this, this is, and my sister wrote back and I thought she was going to be cool. She said, you know, wow, you must have taken a deep breath before you sent that. Um, you're so outrageous, something, something. And I wrote back and I was like, look, I'm not trying to be outrageous. This is just my life. This is the most wholesome relationship I've ever been in. I'm really happy. And it's not just a thing that's that's passing. So if you want all three of us there, great. And she just wrote back and said, I just, I don't think that, that daddy needs to know about this. And, and then I kind of hadn't, haven't really hmm. heard much from them. This is two years ago, probably two years ago. And I saw them at my son's weddings. Um, and... At Caleb's wedding, they really avoided me. They talked to me more at at um, Holden's wedding. Yeah, and that's uh, my dad walked by me and squeezed my shoulder at Holden's wedding, and it just broke my heart a little bit. Like you know, like, like that was it. That was it. Yeah, uh, just a shoulder squeeze. If that's all you've got now, you know, and like you having the peace of mind knowing that like you're just being honest and like letting him know how happy you are because I don't think you're going to just be like fuck you dad I've got a wife and a husband you'd be like dad I'm the happiest I've ever been like yeah I feel like you should know this and telling him in like the most beautifully gift wrapped whatever you say because god who doesn't want to hear that from their kid right you know and rationally thinking about it rationally he's known me with men he's known me with women he it will it has to make sense yeah you know and i realize he's an old italian man and like his worldview he grew up in a different time yeah Uh, growing up there was a lot of both my mom and dad had a very developed sense of what everyone else thought yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was important what yeah. the world thought of them. As of the editing of this podcast, I've checked in with Tony to see if he or Joshua have told their fathers. They have not. Since we spoke for the interview, both of Tony's brothers have passed away. Tony missed his brother Joey's funeral because his sisters didn't want his father to find out about Brianna and Joshua and their relationship. In the sage words of David Bowie, I don't know where I'm going from here, but I promise it won't be boring. Thank you all for joining me for episode five of Eyes Up, Heart Open. And thank you so much, Tony, for taking the time to come share your very personal story with us all. 
If you or anyone else you know has a story that they'd like to share on the podcast, please visit our website at eyesupheartopen.com and send me a note. I'd love to hear from you. The opening music was provided by my son Jackson and my dad, Carlos Hernandez Chavez, while jamming on Thanksgiving. Background banter, courtesy of my loud sisters and brothers. The closing music is provided by the talented Noah Bayerman from the song, Ain't Gonna Let Nobody Turn Me, off of his album titled Soul Force. 